welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff, and I'm your host. I'm the creator and editor-in-chief of Divorced Girl Smiling, a media company comprised of a website, podcast, mobile app, and a list of wonderful divorce professionals. When people are considering getting divorced or when they've made the decision to get divorced, a lot of times they think the first thing they need to do is go file. And that is actually true. That's theoretically the first step in moving towards getting divorced. But before you file, there's some things that you need to think about and some questions to ask yourself. And that's what I want to talk about today with my guest. Today I have divorce mediator, Michael Cohen. Hi, Michael. Hi, Jackie. I am so glad you're on this podcast. So before Michael tells you his story, which you're really going to be interested in, I want to tell you a little bit about him. He went through a highly litigated divorce that had devastating effects on him and his relationship with his kids. And that's why he decided to become a divorce mediator. And Michael got his certification from Northwestern University. But before becoming a divorce mediator, he considers himself that in his 38 year of being in the corporate world, he was mediating a lot, a lot of corporate things and working with people in that way. So he really felt like he already had experience mediating, but now he's turning his personal experience into a passion. And I just love it, Michael. So tell the listeners your, your story. Hey, Jackie, thank you. And, and first, I just want to say I'm so excited to be here. I've been a fan of yours before we started working together. Your content is so wonderful, and I'm really happy to be here. Thanks um, so much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my story, um, I, I went through a divorce, and, and we litigated, and it was terrible. I mean, we were in the courtroom all the time. It was very litigious, um, and it really drove a divide between us in our ability to co-parent. And I saw the effects on our children. And I knew back then that I wanted to do something to help people so that they don't have to go through this. Um, my skills in the corporate world, I constantly mediated people, whether it was for themselves, just mediating what they can do versus what they think they can do uh, to develop them, um, working within the team or cross-functionally. And I just love getting people to win-wins and try to get people into a good solution creatively and positively. So I knew I had the skills. So while I was working, I, I got my certification. I worked with a number of mediators. I built my practice and I was very fortunate to be able to retire. And now that I am, I'm, I hate to say this is my passion project because divorce is not my passion, but helping other people is my passion. And that's why I'm doing this. So what I love about this story is that Michael truly, and we've had a lot of conversations, Michael, you are so passionate about this and you just really are in it in an almost philanthropical way. And by the way, Michael mediates all over the country. So what you would do if you wanted to work with Michael is call him, get a consultation. And then if you decided to hire him, he would work either with your attorneys or work with you. And then you run everything by your attorneys when your decisions of what you're going to do are made. Is that right, Michael? 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And with mediation, a lot of people don't understand it fully. So that's my mission to help people understand it because I think it's the best method to go through your divorce if you have children. Uh, you do have the opportunity to have a lawyer consulting with you. And when we do come up with an agreement, that agreement does go to a lawyer to review. And it also goes to a judge to make sure that it's a fair and reasonable agreement. So there are protections, but during the process, you get to make all of your own decisions and work together um, and make your own decisions together. So I have a question. Tell the listeners how you were feeling when you were litigating and your children were kind of put in the middle and were probably suffering. Tell me like what was, what was happening at that point? Yeah. When you litigate, and, and I know you partner with a lot of lawyers who are wonderful and some people have to litigate and the partners you have are wonderful lawyers. Um, the system is set up to protect you. It's a very laborious system and you don't get to talk or represent yourself. So we would go to court very often and our lawyers would talk to the judge and the judge would talk to our lawyers. And we were really just there to be there. We didn't get a chance to contribute and often decisions were made without our input. Um, you know, it, it was just very frustrating. We, I, I can't tell you how many, how many days I spent in court um, waiting uh, to be heard and then something happened and you, you just had this urge to say can I just tell the judge this because I don't think he understands and like you don't have a chance and you walk out of there very frustrated I think when people litigate you both go at it like you want to win but when you walk out of that courtroom you both feel like you lost because you didn't make your decision and it, it doesn't seem fair so decisions are being made for you you feel like you are in a battle your kids are probably suffering because the two of you feel like you're in a battle and you're paying astronomical lawyer fees. Right, right. Children are innocent when they go into a divorce. Um, oftentimes when parents go through a divorce, they're, they're fighting amongst themselves and they don't realize that their most important assets are their children. And the way to go about the divorce should be um, in a way that considers um, their needs as well. You're listening to the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pillisop and my guest, divorce mediator Michael Cohen. The name of Michael's business is Michael's Mediation. So it's michaelsmediation.com if you want to learn more about Michael. Michael and I are talking about what you should do before you file for divorce with a lawyer. So let's start with number one. Sure. The first thing that I always ask my clients is, can the relationship be fixed? And are you both satisfied that you've done everything you can to salvage your marriage? Um, a lot of times people think they wanna go down the route, but I, I really wanna make sure personally, and I think it's important for them to know that they've tried everything they can. Um, if, if there's a counselor that uh, I could refer them to at that point, I would do that in a second. Um, I think it's really important for them to, to make sure this is the path they wanna go because once you take that first step, it's really hard to go back. Can I do a, a plug for Denise Fitzpatrick? So what, what Michael is talking about is before you go down this road, just make sure that this is what you want and it wouldn't hurt to have a consultation with Denise Fitzpatrick who is a marriage and relationship coach 
And I always say, Denise saves marriages. Her company is called My Marriage Works. And you can find her on Divorce Girl Smiling also. But what she will do is have a consultation with you. And you'll know after the first couple times if you should continue to get go forward with the divorce or mm, maybe we can work on this and maybe we can fix it. So I love that suggestion, Michael. All right, number two. Sure. Um, the next thing is make sure you're educated. There are four ways that you could divorce. You could do it yourself. You could mediate. You could work and go through a collaborative lawyer to do a collaborative process, or you could litigate. And each one of those carries different costs in terms of time, stress, um, and each one of them has different impacts on your family. So it's really, really important to educate yourself first. And I think that's what this discussion will be. We'll try to evaluate which path you should choose and help you make sure you're on the right path for yourselves and for your family. So when do you feel like it's necessary, absolutely necessary to litigate? Um, that's probably the last choice. It might be the first choice in some relationships where there's abuse or um, you know, a really bad situation. But in most cases, I'd like to think that should be the last opportunity or the last option. Um, litigation is when the couple really can't talk to each other. They don't trust each other. They almost can't even stand to be in the same room together. Um, and in that case, some of the other methods which are better for your family won't get you to a resolution. I was also going to say maybe someone with an addiction problem or a drug addiction, whatever it is, who's really not mentally capable of mediation because the addiction is taking over so much. So that's another thing. But Michael, I've heard you say this before. There are, even if couples say, I can't even look at him, I can't be in the same room, we, I think those kinds of cases can still be mediated. They can. I've heard on your podcast, and I think it's a great recommendation, people who are going to litigate should go to family court and sit there and watch the process. Um, I ran into a friend the other day, in fact, who told me he mediated his divorce, and he offered his spouse more than half. But in the end, he came out better because if they had litigated, they would have spent so much time and money that it would have been worse than the outcome if he had mediated. And I think it takes a lot to, to rise above the stress of the divorce. But when you think about it practically, when you mediate, you may give up a little, but you're going to come out of there so much healthier and probably in the same financial position that you would have if you litigated. Absolutely. And, you know, when people think, I can't even look at him, I can't be in the same room, I hate his guts or I hate her guts, and then you get in the room, it's not like you have to sit there and have a conversation by yourselves. You have a mediator in there that is going to facilitate the conversation. So eventually, you're going to have to talk, and it will be much easier once you start talking and realizing that you're talking about business decisions, not personal feelings. And the other thing I wanted to bring up, I love bringing up this example, is Jackie the dummy. Before I knew all this, I once went back to court post-divorce to get $2,000 from my ex, and it ended up costing me $10,000. And also, all these other things were changed that were not in my favor. So don't be like me. 
learn from my mistakes. All right, next point, Michael, what are some other questions to consider and what to talk about before you file for divorce? Sure. The first I'll do is the easiest. If your financial situation is relatively simple and you pretty much agree on how you want to divide everything and you don't have children yet, you might want to consider doing it yourself. You could go to the courthouse. Uh, there are forms that you could fill out. There are people that will help you do it. And you could do it yourself. Even when you do that, it does have to go to the judge before uh, the divorce is approved. And in some cases, he may come back and say, you know, you need to tweak this or change that, but they'll give you the guidance. Um, so that's the easiest and cheapest way, but it's really for people who, who have a very simple financial situation. They may not have kids yet, um, and they can work together and want to be amicable. Or a second divorce if they don't have kids together. Correct. Um, yeah, that's it, it takes that, that should be the first option, but it's it's very hard to do. I think the next step up from there is mediation. And I think the biggest consideration is if you have children, you ought to very strongly consider mediation because mediation gives you the best chance to co-parent together after your divorce. You're ending your relationship, but if you have children, you're still going to be your kids' parents for the rest of their lives. So mediation helps you talk together and create your parenting plan together so that when you implement it, it's something that you built and you have something to anchor on and work together to adjust it for your children's needs. You are doing your children the hugest favor if you mediate your divorce. That's all I'm going to say. And if you live in Illinois, I don't know the other state's laws, but in Illinois, if you have children, the court is going to send you to mediation anyway before they'll even hear any of your case. So why not start that way first? Because you're just going to, you'll save so much money if you do the mediation first because you won't have had to have these hearings where the judge says you have to do mediation. You're absolutely right, Jackie. Um, there's nobody who knows your children better than yourself. So more than the money, right? You're gonna save a lot of money if you mediate, but the most important thing is you know your children, you know their schedules, you know their emotional needs. You and your spouse are the best two people to sit down and figure out what's healthiest for your kids. When you go to court, the judge isn't gonna understand 98% of that. And the judge is gonna make a decision based on limited facts and sometimes precedent of what they have to decide. And then you're gonna to have to live with it. So, you know, the the more you could talk together um, and make those decisions yourself, the better it is for your children. I couldn't agree more. You're listening to the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilosoff and my guest, divorce mediator Michael Cohen, founder of Michael's Mediation, michaelsmediation.com. We are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to continue talking about what you should do and the questions you should ask before filing for divorce. We'll be right back. When I was getting divorced several years ago, there was no such thing as a divorce coach. The profession did not even exist yet. And boy, do I wish it would have, because it would have helped me have an easier divorce, make better decisions, and have a lot less stress and probably a better outcome because you make better decisions when you have somebody helping you. So if you think you might want to explore a divorce coach, 
I cannot think of anybody I would recommend more than divorce coach Karen Covey. I have known Karen for over 10 years. She is a former divorce attorney and a former divorce mediator who decided to focus solely on being a divorce coach. So if you think about it, She knows so much about the process and about making good decisions during divorce. So if you want to get in touch with Karen for a complimentary consultation, you can reach out to her at karencovey.com or you can find her on Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to recommend a wonderful divorce attorney if you live in Massachusetts. Catherine Becker Good is an attorney and the founder of the law office of Catherine Becker Good. So I met Catherine a few months ago, and I have to say she is just a lovely person, really smart, really trustworthy, and she came highly recommended by somebody who I really know well and trust. Catherine has been practicing in Massachusetts for 34 years. She offers a really personalized experience and she prefers the mediation or collaborative process. And you can find her at cbgoodlaw.com or in the trusted partner section of Divorced Girl Smiling. Welcome back to the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pillisoff and my guest, divorce mediator, Michael Cohen. We are talking about questions that you should ask yourself and discussions you should have with your spouse before filing for divorce. Michael, what else? So the next thing you should think about is if for some reason you evaluate mediation and you don't want to go down that path, before you go to litigation, you should consider collaborative law. Collaborative law is something that you do outside of the courtroom where you each hire your own attorney to represent yourself during all of the sessions. Those attorneys will advocate for you and they will uh, be in the room with you and they will help you get the best outcome for yourself. So it's a little more contentious, but it allows you to make your decisions in private in a discussion around a table with your spouse. Um, I like that process as a fallback if you were gonna go to litigation. Um, the The only challenge with it is if you don't come to a solution and you have to start over, you do have to pick new attorneys because the attorneys you use in that process cannot continue. So you're very much motivated to try to come to a solution that way. Now, I am a fan of collaborative divorce, but I will say, it's not for somebody trying to save money because it is expensive when you have all of those professionals involved, right? It is. When you mediate, you have one mediator who is unbiased and not representing either party and generally charging a much lower hourly rate. Whereas when you do collaborative law, you each are hiring an attorney. So there, you have two attorneys billing you and it's usually at a much higher rate. Um, and because each one is pushing to gain you an advantage um, and protect you a little bit stronger. The the discussions, the time takes a little bit longer. Michael, this has been so helpful and I'm sure my listeners are just loving this information because when you are first going through a divorce, you really don't know about any of this. I mean, I had never even heard the word mediation, collaborative divorce, litigation even before I went 
through a divorce. So it really can feel overwhelming, but if you think about it, it's pretty simple. You have four processes, mediation's the best, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, but before we sign off, a couple things. Tell my listeners where they can find you. Sure. They can find me at michaelsmediation.com or my direct number is 224-544-9990. And then tell me, do you have any more tips as we close out on this for people who are just getting divorced and don't really know which path they want to go down? Sure. I mean, as a general rule of thumb, I would say if you and your spouse are on good terms and you could listen and you have a desire to compromise, you should look at mediation. It's by far the cheapest and the healthiest process, not only for yourselves, but for your children. Um, if you and your spouse don't trust each other and you don't think you can compromise, but you don't wanna go through the expense, the stress, the time and the public nature of litigation, then maybe you should consider collaborative law, which might be a better process for you. Um, and then lastly, I would say, if you and your spouse can't communicate, or like you said, there's an addiction or abuse, it'll be very difficult, if not impossible, to mediate or even use collaborative law. And in that case, your only path is really to hire your each, uh, your, an attorney for each of you and litigate. Um, you know, just watch out that litigation is the most stressful, the most costly, the longest process to divorce, and it'll have the biggest negative impact to your children. Um, but if that's the path you have to go, then um, you just need to find a good lawyer. I really want to tell my listeners this. If you have to litigate, it's not the end of the world. And sometimes you'll see that that was the only method. And litigation can turn out great for people as far as financials. You know, if you don't have a choice, don't worry. It's not like the end of the world if you have to litigate. If, like Michael said, you have a good attorney who you trust, who does specialize in litigation, by the way, then you're going to be in good hands and it's really going to be okay. Don't you think, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. I agree, Jackie. In closing, Michael, thank you so much for being here and spending the time to do this. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jackie. And again, if you want to reach Michael, you can find him at michaelsmediation.com or you can find them on the Trusted Partners page of Divorced Girl Smiling. And what I want to say to everybody in closing is, I promise you, regardless of which method you use, although I've made it very clear that I'm a huge fan of mediation and collaborative process, if you look into that and you think that might fit your situation, everything is going to work out okay. Even Michael, who's on here saying, you know, I had this terrible litigated divorce, it, it's going to be okay. Michael, I, I think in the few meetings I've had with you, you seem like you have a happy life. And so don't be upset and be stressed is, I guess, what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's a tough process to get through, but it's such a wonderful opportunity to build the life that you want. If you want to learn more, read more articles, watch videos, listen to more podcasts, join the Divorce Girl Smiling Club, and many more things, including finding great trusted professionals. Come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you real soon.